Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicMPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest today is Marcela Sarmiento, who is Assistant Programming Manager of Partnerships at AOL Latino. We will discuss TuVozEnTuVida.com. During Marcela's three years at AOL Latino, she has served as AOL Latino's Female Empowerment Site Head Coordinator. She oversees TuVozEnTuVida.com where she also conducted editorial and programming as well as creative collaborations with the site's sponsor. She has been instrumental in the creative development and oversight of Tecnopadres.com, a technology site for parents, and the recently launched Crafts Niños de Verdad program. She is leading AOL Latino's influential contributor efforts. For two years, Marcela also served as president of Por Colombia, a network of students and young professionals of Colombian background in the United States and Canada. Marcela, welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me, Elena. Before we start talking about tuvozentumida.com, would you tell us a little bit about AOL Latino and what you're, what you're all about? Yeah, well, um, I think right now, AOL Latino, we're, we're very excited uh, as we're, uh, we recently relaunched our uh, homepage. And um, really, the, the new direction that we're going in is, is really to try to speak to uh, the contemporary U.S. Hispanic in, in, in an authentic way. So um, many of the, if, if, you know, if you visited AOLLatino.com and if you've seen the new interface for our new portal, um, you'll see that everything that we're trying to do is is uh, very much uh, trying to um, really focus on these authentic voices and views. We uh, are, are highlighting who our authors are. We're highlighting the cities that they're from. And one of the initiatives that we started uh, this year was uh, a Nuestras Voces editorial focus, which was uh, we have vloggers uh, in um different cities across the United States, cities with uh, a large Hispanic population. And these uh, vloggers are, are really talking about the issues that are important to the Hispanic community in their cities um, and, and really giving them that national perspective or vice versa. Maybe it's a national story. How does it impact um, the community that they're living in and that they're interacting with on a daily basis. So, so really, that's the direction that we're moving in. We've invited um, a couple of, of influential uh, contributors uh, to write for AOL Latino. So we have uh, personalities such as Fernando Arau and, and Cici Fleitas to uh, Padre Alberto QTA. Uh, so again, it's all about really trying to... to um, paint a picture of what the Hispanic community is talking about. And that that picture isn't coming from one voice or one point of view. It's really coming from from a collection of different viewpoints. So um, we're very excited about about moving in that direction and really creating original content that speaks to uh, the Hispanic community living in the United States and that is relevant to that community as well. How would you describe that audience, Marcella? It's, of course, a very, very large audience based on the latest census numbers that we received from 2010. We're looking at more than 50 million people spread across the country. Is there a profile of your target audience in AOL Latino? 
Um, we're, we're really uh, running the gamut. I think we're, we're focusing on obviously trying to reach that bicultural audience, which is, you know, the audience that is really growing. But I think uh, it runs the gamut. I think we have uh, the Hispanic dominant. Obviously, it's 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 a big portion of 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 our audience, but we're also uh, very well aware that the uh, bicultural community is is what's what's growing and what's booming. And so we really want to embrace that and embrace those people that, you know, feel comfortable speaking in both languages and, um, you know, read their news in both English and Spanish. And, and uh, you know, and unfortunately, I think one of, um, you know, Hispanics have this notion that news um, that they'll find on the web in in English, you know, is is a lot more trustworthy, or, or information that they find in English is a lot more trustworthy. So, you know, what we're trying to do at AOL Latino is provide that trustworthy content, that relevant content uh, that is well done, that isn't just a a translation or a carbon copy of something that they can find on an English site, but that is actually speaking to them in a culturally relevant way. And I think. Um, that's what we're definitely seeing, you know, across the board. Hispanics in the United States want to be spoken to uh, in a way that is culturally relevant, uh, in a way that is intelligent. And um, that's, you know, that's what we're trying to provide. Are you looking at a younger demographic or an older demographic? Is it mostly men? Is it women? Would you tell us a little bit more about that profile? Um, I actually don't have... Um, specific information on that. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the Tu Voz en Tu Vida part of AOL Latino. Would you tell us what the focus is there? Sure. Uh, tu Voz en Tu Vida uh, is really a project that came about um, through a partnership that we created with Ford Motor Company. And uh, really, uh, Ford uh, came to AOL Latino with this idea of creating uh, an online destination for Latinas living in the United States that really was all about empowerment. That wasn't uh, a site uh, specifically about, you know, the latest fashion trends or the latest makeup trends, but that was really speaking to um you know, those issues that would give Latinas the, the resources and the tools that they need to be successful as they lived in this, you know, bicultural world. So that's how Tuos was created. It's a project that started uh, back in May of 2009. And uh, it's really focused around uh, this idea of providing these empowerment tools that will allow women to to be better informed, not just as mothers, not just as wives, but also as women, also as successful business owners, also as uh, students in college. Um, so really giving women uh, very, very specific information about what they can do to to have control over over their life and, and, you know, their success. So the site itself is broken up into five different categories. We have a health area, uh, a money area, a self-esteem wellness area. We have a career and education. And then we also have uh, an autos uh, section specifically. And each one of these categories has uh, essential coach. These, these are women that are very well known in their space. Uh, and they serve as as the you know the leading editorial voice of their of their sections. 
Beyond the general description of women and empowerment that you mentioned earlier, is there a profile of your target audience? Are these older women? Are they younger women? Are they moms? Are they, are they career women? How would you describe the general profile of your audience? Um, yeah, no, they're they're actually um, between uh, the the 34 and 54 age group, uh, or rather the 35 to 54 age group. Um, these are um, women that are moms that, uh, in in a lot of the cases, are are um, business owners that are uh, they are career. Um, you know, they're, they have a career, so they're not just moms, but they're also, you know, uh, they have a career outside of the home. Um, and they are, you know, as I said, they're, they're 35 to 54. Um, they used to be, we used to skew a little bit younger. Now we're skewing a little bit older, which we find a little bit interesting. Um, but, but yeah, no, I think, uh, the, you know, the general census is that these are women that, uh, are married, most of them as well. They have, uh, you know, an education, at least uh, some form of education, high school. But, you know, some of them are moving on to to college. And as I said before, they, you know, a lot of them are, are business owners. Uh, and they're, they're seeking ways to to really improve um, their careers and, and their lives. The website is in Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. Is there a reason that you have chosen to reach out to them in Spanish? Would you share that with us? I, I know there are a lot of people in our audience that are always struggling with how best to reach out to, to Latinos. So um, that, that would be interesting for our listeners. Um, it was actually this, uh, the decision to have the site in Spanish was actually uh, a decision from, from, you know, from Ford that they wanted to, to, have the site in Spanish. It's something that even today we we continue to to struggle. Even though the site is fully in Spanish, do we start to sprinkle in English language content? Do we not? Um, it's something that you know we're also you know testing the waters of. I think um, the most important thing is is really to, as I said before, speak to. Uh, whether the content is in English or in Spanish, it's going to be relevant if it's if it's you know, connecting to the readers uh, in some way. So whether the content is in English or in Spanish, if it's written well, if it's culturally relevant, if it's speaking to our users uh, in an intelligent way, then, you know, it's it's going to connect and it's going to be successful. So, and actually this was, this was recently, I, I met with a couple of, of bloggers and one of the things that uh, they told me, which, which was, Something that was nice to hear was that, you know, Duos really understands how to speak to women that, you know, are, are, are bicultural, that they came to this country uh, to, to get a better life for their kids, for themselves, for their families, and is speaking to them in Spanish in the language that probably they feel most comfortable in, uh, but is speaking to them in an intelligent way. These are women that, or the women that brought the point up said, you know, I, I went to college in my home country. I'm an intelligent woman. I want to read uh, articles that are well, well written, that are researched, that are giving me um, food for thought. And that's what Duos is doing. So 
Um, again, I think it's it's a matter of, of providing content that is good content and and, you know, the, the language, um, the language question then then becomes secondary if you're doing it in, in a good way, if you're providing and producing this content in a, in a good way. Did AOL Latino or Ford or perhaps both organizations engage in any kind of research when they launched or when you launched the project to figure out what the profile of your audience was? So, for example, deciding to reach out to women and to reach out to women in Spanish with an empowerment message. Was there any kind of research involved before the start or after the start? Um, yeah, well, the research was mostly conducted by, by Ford. Um, as I said, they, they came to, to Time Warner at the time, um, with, with a clear vision of, of wanting to, to enter this empowerment space, because at that time there really weren't, uh, any sites that were speaking to women, um, in empowerment terms, you know, there's plenty of, as I said, there's plenty of the the, the beauty tips, the, the the latest fashion trends, but there isn't really a site that groups together uh, health information and money and career information and car information, obviously, um, that that is meant to to better inform women on on making these decisions. And I think um, for for Ford, and obviously, you know, I'm not representing Ford, and and I think they can speak. Uh, to this a lot better, but but women are 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 important when it comes to to you know making decisions about purchasing cars and and that uh, in and of itself was very important to them, empowering women to to be better informed when it comes time to to making our purchase decisions. And what we've seen you know in the past is that um, we've we've conducted surveys of our users. Uh, twice already. And what we've seen is that, you know, obviously, most of our visitors are, are female, but of, you know, most of the, the, the visitors, about 53% are, are consider themselves the primary decision maker when it comes to, to making um, new vehicle purchases. Um, so, so that's a big number. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, both AOL Latino and Ford is able to, to, to empower these women to have more information, to to really understand the ins and outs of what it means to make a, you know, make an auto purchase, and then what happens once you buy the the car. Um, these were all very very important things. You talked a moment ago about the women that you had spoken with or perhaps that you had surveyed saying that they had gone to the university in their home country. So I'm assuming mm -hmm. that home country isn't the United States. Right. Are there a lot of foreign-born women that are readers of Tu Voz and Tu Vida? Yes. Um, most of them are, actually. And I think, you know, obviously that that's a factor of, of because the site is in Spanish, uh, it's going to attract that profile of women, and and really that was the uh, the intent when the site was created. It was intended for women that uh, were were coming from you know another country and then finding themselves here 
well, you know, how do you manage it all? How do you live, you know, in, in a in this bicultural world? How do you live in the United States while still being um, very much connected with your country of origin? And, and how do you do that successfully? How do you go to a university in, in you know, your home country and then come to the United States? And what do you do? Can you validate your credits? What, what's the procedure? These are all questions that, you know, these immigrants um, immigrant families are having, and especially women, because um, you know they are the central the central figures of of their families, right? So, um, so really, that was the the intention from day one. Are you targeting U.S. residents exclusively? Do you find that you also have an audience outside the U.S. borders? We also have an audience uh, outside of the United States, but the majority of the audience, surprisingly, is uh, from from the U.S., which which is nice because because I think you know as I said before that was the intention from day one to really attract um, you know U.S. Uh, readers, um, but you know obviously because again because of the language um, you know because of the language question or or issue, we obviously, we get um, traffic from outside the United States. Is there a geographic uh, breakdown that you might be able to share with us? In other words, are, are do you have a stronger presence in cities with a large Hispanic populations or states with the large Hispanic population? What can you yeah. tell us about that? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, most of our, most of our users are concentrated in those big uh, big cities, so we have a lot um, of of traffic from from Los Angeles, from Miami, from New York, uh, from Texas as well. So so yes, you know it's it's mostly concentrated in those in those um, big Hispanic hubs, if you will. Can you share any numbers with us, Marcella? I don't know them off the top of my head. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You talked about several sections on the website. I think you said there were five, health, money, self-esteem, career, education, and autos. Yes. Are these editorial? Are they advertorial? What, what's the source of the content? Uh, they're all editorial. Um, as I said, the, the site has five coaches that really spearhead the editorial voice of each of these areas. So we have uh, Dr. Alisa, uh, who is a very well-known uh, medical expert and TV personality. She is the voice for, for Bienestar, and she provides content um, twice a week. All of the coaches provide content twice a week. We have uh, Mariela Dawa, who, who spearheads the uh, the Exito category, which is career and education. She's an author as well as a, as a speaker. Um, we have Marines Ferre, uh, who um, is also a TV uh, personality. She, you know, has done work with uh, CNN, CNN Español. She is the the editorial voice behind uh, Dinero. Uh, and this year, we added two new coaches. We have uh, Barbara Palacios, who used to be a, a she is a former Miss Universe and is currently a motivational speaker. She writes for the wellness area of Mas and then. Uh, Joanna Torres, who we've actually never had a, a coach for the Al Volante area, uh, which is the autos area. Joanna Torres, she's a blogger, um, the the creator of miblogazine.com. She is now writing 
for Al Volante and is the coach for Al Volante. So we have these, you know, these these five women that, as I said, are the editorial voices behind each of these uh, areas. And then we also have, um, you know, a team of bloggers that, you know, supplement whatever the coaches are are writing about. And uh, it's all, you know, as I said, it's all original content. It's not advertorial. We do have, obviously, in Al Volante, a couple of, um, of Ford pieces. We work closely with the Ford PR team to get content uh, related to Ford into the Al Volante section, uh, as well as in other areas, if it makes sense. Uh, but, you know, I would say 99% of the content is is true original content, editorial content that is being created by our coaches and by our bloggers. Obviously, though, there is a, a stipulation, I imagine, in your agreement with Ford as a sponsor that no content from a competitor is included. Is that right? Right. Yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So you can never write about autos from another automaker. Exactly. Yeah, no, we, we try to, um, you know, the content that is flowing inside of Al Volante is, is content that's specifically uh, about, you know, for instance, if, if I look at the, if I look at the area right now, it's about, you know, how do you, you know, what do you do if, if your car stops working in the middle of the road? How do you deal with that situation? Or, or um, how do you, you um, you know, how do you change a tire or, or what are what are the stipulations behind car insurance? How much does it cost? How can I save? Uh, how can I save money uh, in gas, um, which is obviously a big, you know, a, a big topic these days. So it's mostly, you know, we try to stay away from from talking specifically about um, a, a specific model or a specific weight. Um, you know, car manufacturer, obviously, you know, there's ways that we can include Ford to make the content, you know, less advertorial and more actual relevant content uh, or original content. So that's mostly what we try to do. And obviously, we, you know, we stay away from from mentioning any other brands that are not Ford brands. I noticed that the coaches that you talked about a moment ago were all women. Do you have any men contributors? We do not have any men contributors. All of our contributors are women. Um, and we actually, you know, we actually pride ourselves in that and in, in, in being able to say that the entire team is is women. All of the voices are, are women. And, you know, I think it's it goes well with the spirit of the site, with the spirit of, of of empowerment and of providing, you know, uh, a very welcoming space that is just made for women by women, but, you know, de Latinas para Latinas. Written by Latina women for Latina women, is that right? Yes. Tell us a little bit more, Marcela, about the empowerment aspect. That seems like it would strike a chord with many women in general, and certainly in the Hispanic population, would you tell us how you go about that? Um, yeah, no, I think, um, you know, uh, from, from very, from the very beginning, we, we structured the site around these, these five main areas because we felt they were the most, um, important, um, to address. Um, 
I think, for instance, uh, in the beginning, uh, there was a question of whether we wanted to include, for example, a family category uh, in there. But, you know, we decided that, um, you know, we, we really wanted to make the space about the woman itself and not, uh, you know, her family and, and that role, even though obviously we cover topics such as, you know, how do you stay fit? you know, with the family or, or what is the latest information on car seats? Because obviously those are, are important issues for for women as well. But we really try to, to focus all of the content around how can this information improve um, the woman itself uh, and not so much her family and whatnot. So so we really structured the, the site around that idea. And and really, you know, we, we the Areas that we chose, as I said, were were meant to really speak to that. Obviously, what are what are some of the most important things that um, you know women talk about now? It's health. How can I be healthy? How can I uh, stay fit? Um, as it pertains to money issues, obviously, again, because women are are such Latinas, especially, are, are such an important figure in their household. There are you know, they're making decisions about money and how do I, how do I save wisely? How do I um, save money so that I can create wealth um, as it pertains to career and education? You know, there's, as I, as I said before, there's so many Latinas that are, that are jumping into uh, creating their own businesses and that are really driving the, the economic growth of the United States. So how do you go about creating a business? How do you go about, uh, validating your your credits from the education that you got back home, um, as it pertains to VMS and wellness, uh, it's you know, it's it's about not just being healthy, um, you know, physically, but also being healthy mentally. And how do you um, really nourish your 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 mind, your your body, and your spirit? So um, that's what that pertains to. And then obviously, al volante, you know, how do you uh, make wise decisions about your car. How do you, you know, manage um, your your expenses of your car? And how do you go about changing a, you know, checking for, you know, the oil levels or the tire pressure? Um, you know, it's it's really meant to provide. I think you know the empowerment is 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 really um, or how we're providing empowerment is by is by providing very specific tips, very, very specific things that women can do right now um, that are, are, is going to improve their lives. If you look right now on the site, it's, it's um, one of the videos that we're promoting um, under our new video module is, you know, how do you teach your kids how to save? These are things that you can start to do right now. And, and, you know, by teaching them how to save, you're also saving as well. Um, so again, these are things that are meant to be applied today that are meant to uh, be easy to apply. And then obviously, you know, just providing them general information that are, are you know, is meant to to give them a better um, or give them rather more information to make better informed decisions in the future. So that's how we really tackle the, the empowerment um, question. Another guest that I had on the show not that long ago that also is targeting 
U.S. Hispanics in Spanish mentioned that they have discovered through many surveys and interactions with their audience that their audience tend to be aspirational, that they are seeking to improve themselves in their lives and to empower themselves in a lot of the ways that you're describing. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that aspirational aspect? Is, is that present among your readers? Yeah, definitely. Um, we you know, we get a lot of, a lot of comments and a lot of, uh, it's interesting to see how, you know, if, if you're providing content that is, um, inspiring that people will open up to you, um, you know, even if it is just by leaving a comment or by sharing their story. And so many of our readers, uh, more and more are, are, are opening up and are sharing their stories of, you know, we've, you know, uh, whether it is uh, relationship issues or whether it is trying to improve in their career or or how to set up their own business or how to, you know, better manage their finances, they're, they're willing to open up and say, you know, this was my situation before, but I want to change it and what can I do and, and what steps can I take or this article really helped me to move in that direction. So, um, yeah, definitely. I think um, you know, the, the Hispanic community in general has this uh, sense of, of resiliency that, you know, allows us to, to really try to find ways to, to um, you know, improve and, and learn and take, you know, try to find the right tools that we need to, to um, you know, make better lives for ourselves. That's why, you know, the Hispanic community, most of us ended up here in the first place, ended in the United States in the first place. So um, it's definitely, I I agree, it's definitely very aspirational. Are you familiar with any country of origin information on your audience that you might share? What I mean by that, for example, is we know that for the overall Hispanic market in the United States, the largest slice of the pie is Mexican-Americans. Do you have a similar profile among your audience? Does it mimic, in other words, the general Hispanic population or are, is it different? Yeah, no, it, it definitely mimics um, about 31% of our visitors are from Mexican um, descent, followed by Puerto Rico and then Cuba. So, so yeah, it definitely does follow the, the, the you know, overall Hispanic parameters. Marcella, you mentioned your video features earlier, which uh, seems very exciting. Would you tell us a little bit about the video features? Yeah, definitely. So um, last year, we actually took on the the amazing feat of of producing uh, videos with all of the coaches. We produced last year about 160 video capsules, um, 40 with each coach, where it's just, you know, two to three minute tips in the coach's area of expertise. And those obviously, you know, because they are so many and because they are evergreen, it allows us to constantly promote them, which is great. Uh, But this year we're developing a new video concept, which is called uh, Mujeres Como Yo. And it's not uh, just pertaining to video. The Mujeres Como Yo concept is being applied also in our editorial. One of the decisions that we made uh, when we were thinking about how to improve the program for 2011 was uh, to really try to make the content uh, be more reflective of 
our readers and of of aspirational Latina women. So uh, the Mujeres Como Yo concept, uh, you know, when we look at it from from a blog standpoint, we're trying to profile women that are successful in, in many different fields. Um, we are, you know, producing these features on a monthly basis. Um, and so that's what we're doing from, from a blog perspective, but from a video perspective, the Mujeres Como Yo concept is being applied, um, through the creation of, of, um, these, uh, help videos that, uh, we are, um, basically approaching women that are, uh, successful and inspirational in their own right. And, um, however, they've reached a point in, in their career or in their family life or in their personal life where they need a little bit more help. So we have the coach come in, give them advice. Uh, and, you know, the idea is to also follow up with these women in, in two or three months time to see how they're doing. Um, so that's what we'll be developing this year. We all already shot the first one with Mariela Dava and with um, a Latina blogger. Um, Mercedes Sanchez, who has her own website, bechicmag.com. And basically, you know, her dilemma was, um, you know, she loved what she did with Be Chic Mag. She, you know, she enjoyed it. She put a lot of time and effort into it. But as far as uh, as getting an economic uh, benefit from it, you know, she she wasn't being so successful in that regard. So she wanted to really find ways to um you know, get better at that, get better at, um, at, at being more savvy when it comes to getting some form of economic uh, return for all of her hard work. So that's the first video that we'll be doing. And then the next video that we're shooting is with Dr. Alisa, uh, where um, she's going to be advising uh, a woman who uh, is pre-diabetic, who has a, an amazing story and hopefully uh, as many people get to see that video as possible because um, the woman that we're profiling is incredibly inspirational in her own right. And um, but she still, you know, she's aware that she needs help because, you know, she doesn't want to go back to her her old habits. Um, so, yeah, the idea is to continue to develop these with every single one of the coaches uh, and as I said, continue to profile uh, empowering women that have uh, great stories to tell and and hopefully in that way also inspire uh, women and leave lessons uh, for them. How is your audience responding to the video content? The audience is responding really well to the video content. We've produced uh, only one Mujeres Como Yo video, but um, we, we got a great response. Uh, we are very thankful we have a good relationship with a lot of a lot of Latina bloggers and you know we made sure to um, circulate that video around and definitely the response was was very good I saw a lot of people both in the comments on the actual post and also in Facebook and in Twitter so many of them said you know I've, I've written some of these uh, suggestions and advice from Mariela down because definitely I hadn't thought about that or um, this is very useful to me as well. So it's great to get that sort of response um, from, you know, from that community as well. Do you also post your videos on YouTube? No, no, we haven't.
You also had mentioned that there were 160 video capsules before the Mujeres Como Yo video. Yeah. Do you have any feedback or on the audience response to those? Yeah, no, the audience response really to all of the videos has been has been really, really great. Uh, we, you know, I think one of the ways that we're measuring success with these videos is is how much of the video are our users actually viewing. And surprisingly, you know, most of the videos are being viewed in their entirety. You know, um, last month alone, um, the the top five videos that we um, the top five videos of the month, which were, you know, produced last year, about, you know, 95% of viewers were viewing them in their entirety, which means that, you know, <laughs> people obviously found them very useful and they didn't drop off after the first two seconds, but they st uh, stuck around. And and some of these videos, you know, some of them are, are short, some of them are less than a minute long, but some of them are, are a little bit longer. Some of them, um, you know, are actually even you know, almost four minutes long. So the fact that um, users are staying around uh, to watch the entire video is is a great testament to to the content and to the quality of it. Is this an, an indicator of your audience's interest in technology, that they are finding your content online, that they are watching video and very responsive to it? Is this something that you've looked into? Um, I mean, I think, you know, video just, you know, not just specifically talking about the wolves, but, you know, across the board and just general terms across AOL, there's there's such a big push with video. Um, you know, so many people more and more consuming video, oftentimes even more so than than the actual editorial content. So, um, you know, that's that's incredibly important to us. And that's you know, that's something that we're uh, working to to continue uh, building um, more and more video content, because, again, we're, we're seeing the results. People like the content uh, and, you know, they're they're responding to it in a very positive way. So, you know, that's just an indication that we should continue moving in that direction. Would you tell us a little bit more about the uh, bloggers. You've talked about coaches and you've talked about bloggers. Would you tell us a little bit about the bloggers and uh, their role? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have uh, two. One of them is is the site's uh, editorial coordinator. She, she, Sandra Ortiz. She's the one that makes sure that uh, you know the content is constantly fresh and we're getting uh, everything in and it's being published on time and. So she, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, she's the one that that makes everything happen. So um, she uh, writes in Bienestar and Vivemas in those areas. Basically, you know, with with the bloggers specifically, the idea with them is to really uh, try to supplement whatever the coaches are doing. Uh, so so both Sandra and Laura Martinez, who's the the Dinero and Éxito uh, blogger, both of them. Uh, really are focusing on, you know, the recent study that shows that, um, you know, women are are increasingly opening up more businesses. And so they'll focus on, on more of the newsy day-to-day -day things that come up and also filling in the pockets of, of, of editorial content that uh, 
um, you know, the coaches may not be providing. So, so that's what their, their main focus is. How often is your content updated on the site, Marcella? Daily. Uh, we have four new um, articles posted every day. And then on weekends, we have uh, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, or, or maybe two and one, one and two, depending on how much content we have. How do you promote the website? How do you find your readers and viewers? Um, we promote our website well internally. There's obviously a lot of cross promotion. Uh, we, you know, we we work very closely with the AOL Latino homepage team to get promotion on the on the homepage, um, and you know, we we cross promote with a lot of the uh, a lot of the sites. We have a very extensive Facebook and Twitter. Um, you know, community. So we're constantly pumping, you know, pumping content and communication and dialogues and conversation through through those um, through those platforms as well. And that's very important to us. And um, we've we've built also good relationships with with some Latina bloggers. So, you know, we we link out to them, they link out to us. Um, so, you know, we get some traffic there and then also obviously there's, there's a media, uh, there's a media buy that, uh, Ford invests in to drive traffic back to Tuos. So those I would say are, are the major buckets and also, you know, very important as well, probably just as important as the promotion that we get from, from the Latino homepage is SEO. All of our, all of our articles have been optimized fully. For SEO, so so you know they're constantly when people search for information that we have, they're coming up on search, and that also drives uh, an enormous amount of traffic to our site. So you are relying on AOL Latino staff to provide you SEO support. Um, our uh, Sandra Ortiz, the the editorial coordinator, she optimizes all of the stories. Uh, we have. You know, obviously, um, you know, because we're we're part of a larger organization, we have a lot of SEO tools. We have a lot of SEO. Um, we have a lot of SEO tools that allow us to measure how optimized uh, the story is. So, so you know, we we use those tools to evaluate the stories, and if they're not fully optimized, what can we do to better optimize them? Um, and and that's how we get them, you know, we get them strong for SEO. And and honestly, you know, we we see the 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 rewards of that optimization from an SEO perspective because, for example, last month during, um, or actually back in March, um, probably about three weeks before um, Women's Day, which fell on March seventh, uh, we started to see. Uh, the story that had been written back in, you know, back in 2009 uh, called El Significado de Ser Mujer, the meaning of being a woman. And uh, we started to see how that story um, was was starting to to come up again as, as, you know, one of the most popular stories. And we were like, that's interesting. You know, we, you know, we had optimized it back, you know, when it was written. Uh, but you know, it was something that we wrote, probably got promoted a little bit and then just kind of, you know, uh, went away. And as we started to see that as that date, March 7th, came closer and closer, 
the traffic to that particular story was was increasing. And what we were seeing was that people were were Googling uh, significados en mujer. And on March 7th, that story brought us, you know, so much traffic, probably more so than than the traffic that we get on any given day from the EO Latino homepage. So, it, you know, that just speaks to the power of, of having a, a well-optimized story, even if it is a story that's two years old. Um, people were searching for significados en mujer on that day and, and, and landed on tu voz. What does the name of the website translate to into English? Why don't I let you do that so I don't put my foot in my mouth? Yeah, no, tu voz is uh, your voice. So, again, it's, it's really meant to... Um, focus on on or, or highlight the fact that, um, you know, all the content is is from women, all the content is meant to to uh, really speak to, um, you know, the stories and the the experiences of, of US Hispanic women. So it's your voice in your life. Yes. Yes. Well, actually, Tu Vida uh, is the the EO Latinos um, Ayo Latino's Women's Lifestyle Network. So, so that's why the the URL is is Tuos and Tuida, yeah. But but the site itself, I mean, we've we've kind of cut it short, and it's now just Tuos. <laughs> the URL for the website is just Tuos.com. No, it's Tuosentuida.com. Are there any dedicated staff associated with Tuosentuida.com? Yes. Um, as I said before, Sandra Ortiz is is our dedicated staff um, staff person. She's the editorial coordinator. She makes sure that from a day to day basis, everything is running smoothly, and we we have uh, content, um, you know, on a daily basis. She's the one that optimizes the stories and makes sure that you know they're they're searchable. Um, and so she, you know, she's the dedicated effort. Um, I. You know, I, I had that role before we hired her. So there's always been, you know, one dedicated person that is doing duos all the time. How do you measure success? How do you know this is going in the right direction, that your audience is enjoying the content and hungry for more? Is there some sort of a measurement? Are there requirements on the part of Ford? How do you know that you are reaching success, that you're successful? Yeah, um, there are requirements uh, from the side of Ford every year. We, you know, we reevaluate uh, how we did the year before and establish new goals. So obviously, you know, there there are um, traffic metrics that we're, we're measuring uh, everything from UVs to visitors to page views to time spent to uh, loyal visits. Um, all of these things we're measuring. We're, uh, we're asked to measure, obviously, also our, our social media growth and our impact. So we're, um, you know, on Facebook, we obviously report, uh, you know, how many new fans we have and how engaged are they. And on Twitter, um, this year, specifically, we're working with um, the Sanchez Ricardo Agency to, uh, to really hone in on our, on our Twitter efforts, which, which had been a bit you know, week and years past, and they've really taken the um, the leadership with that and and 
you know, are, are tracking everything from clout to reach to impressions, whatnot. So all of those are things that we that we report back to. Um, as I mentioned a little bit earlier as well, we um, we conduct a survey every single year. And in that survey, we we look at um, everything from what the demographics of the site are to to, you know, what users like and don't like about the site. And and honestly, um, year to year, we've been getting great marks from from users. They like the content. They like the coaches. Um, they uh, connect with it. Uh, and they're, you know, because of that, you know, they they're they're impressed at the fact that Ford is sponsoring this. The the survey also mentioned also uh, measures, um, you know, brand recall and and um, you know perceptions of the brand um, after the user knowing that Ford sponsored the site. So so honestly, um, that survey is also incredibly important um, and. Um, you know, it's it's given us great insight uh, into what users like and don't like, and obviously, uh, it's validated the work that Ford uh, wanted to achieve with the site, which was uh, to to improve brand perception, to um, empower women, and to uh, hopefully, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, get get women to to make better informed uh, decisions when it comes time to buy a car. What do you anticipate in the coming months or years in terms of new features or new content, audience participation? Is there anything you can share with us on that front? Yeah. Um, well, this year, um, we, as I said before, the Mujeres Como Yo concept uh, was developed for this year. So there's going to be a lot more Mujeres Como Yo um, content, both interviews with inspirational Latinas, as well as the video capsules. Uh, with the coaches. So more of that is coming up. We have uh, a couple more Twitter parties scheduled. We had our first one uh, on May 10th. And uh, we have a couple more scheduled. Hopefully we'll have a couple of the coaches participate as well. Uh, so we have that coming up. And we also uh, are going to work on developing Bloguera Spotlights, which also falls really nicely into the Mujeres Como Yo concept, which is um, to, you know, create these profiles of um, Latina bloggers where they talk about, you know, their experiences and their sites and, uh, you know, share their insight as well. So that's also going to be developed, uh, in the coming, um, in the coming weeks. And finally, we have, um, this year we, we implemented a new contest every year. The site has a contest where we're raffling off, um, different prizes. And this year we, we increase the number of prizes, uh, that we're giving out every week. If, if uh, you know, if you visit the site and you provide a, a tip of the day, um, you'll be instantly uh, in in you'll be instantly participating in a contest to win uh, a prize. And we have prizes everything from um, uh, a MacBook to a Wii and a Wii Fit to a one year membership to a gym. Uh, to a nook. So we have, you know, we have really interesting uh, prizes that we'll be giving away um, throughout the course of the year. You've talked about social media several times. Yeah. Would you tell us the importance of social media in, in terms of what you're trying to accomplish on the website? Definitely. Um, well, 
you know, obviously the, you know, the, the first thing that we want is, is to, to bring people back to the site. So social media definitely is another way to get the content out there, um, to get it in front of people and, and for these people to, to be interested enough to click on it and, and come back to the site. Um, you know, that's obviously the immediate return, but I think, um, the, the more long-term, you know, effect that we want to get out of, out of social media, you know, as it pertains to Duo specifically is, is really try to build community, uh, really try to encourage conversation, uh, inside of Facebook and inside of Twitter. It, it can be a little bit hard on the site to, to allow for those conversations to take place, to really encourage that sense of community. Um, and even, you know, even though it is hard, we do see those instances uh, in the comments area where people are talking to each other. But it's so much more easier on, on you know, social networks on Facebook and on Twitter. And so um, for us, it's great to see, you know, it's great for us to put, it's great to see how when we put a story up on Facebook and on Twitter, uh, people start to interact with each other and people start to give their, you know, opinions and they start to uh, answer each other's questions. And and recently we saw how someone posted on the site that it was their first time visiting uh, Duos and that they were really excited. And another another one of our fans responded. It wasn't even one of us, uh, but it was another fan who said, you know, welcome, you're going to love it. Welcome to the community. And so um, those, I think, are, are more the long-term rewards that we definitely like to see. Uh, and, and hopefully, you know, that can continue and and get even stronger. Marcella, what tips would you share with our listeners based on your track record, your work, your involvement with this website and reaching out to strong business women in the Latino space, especially Spanish dominant women? What tips would you suggest to our listeners who are interested in targeting this market segment? How can they get started or how can they improve their outreach efforts? Definitely. Um, well, I think, you know, I've, I've, I mentioned it before, but I think one, one very important thing is, is to, to speak to this segment uh, in an intelligent way. Um, even though, you know, regardless of whether you're writing in English or in Spanish, you want to speak to, um, you know, the, the U.S. Hispanic Latina community in a way that is intelligent, in a way that um, is going to, to, you know, spark something. You don't want to speak down to them, but rather speak on, a, on, a, on an equal level, right? Um, so speak intelligently to them and speak in a way that is culturally relevant to them. Um, they, you know, this community is, is, is even though they're living in the United States and they're successful and they're, you know, trying to make, um, you know, trying to make things work here in the U.S., they're still very much connected to uh, their country of origin. And, and um, I think, you know, many of them would say that uh, they are who they are because of that cultural connection and because of that uh, upbringing that they had. So speak to them in a culturally relevant way, speak to them in, a, in an intelligent way. Uh, and, you know, I think that if you do both of those things, you'll you'll get the respect and the admiration from the community and they'll they'll just start flocking just naturally to you. Thank you, Marcella, for joining us from New York City.
Thank you, Elena, so much. Thank you, Marcella, for joining us from New York City. Thank you, Elena, so much for inviting me. And to our audience, thank you for listening to Marcella Sarmiento, who is Assistant Programming Manager of Partnerships at AOL Latino, who discussed tuvosintuvida.com. <laughs>